Lindell TV is pleased to present the Sentinel Report with your host, Alex Newman. Alex has written for a wide array of publications in the United States and abroad. He currently serves as a contributor to Epoch Times and foreign correspondent and senior editor for the New American Magazine. Alex is the author of several books and has been a guest on countless radio and television programs and is a much sought after conference speaker. Alex is best known for his reporting and research that has exposed the dangers and agenda of globalism. As the father of five children, Alex is working to defend faith, family, and freedoms from the hostile philosophies and ideas that are contrary to the Bible and the United States Constitution. And now, here is your host, Alex Newman. Welcome, everybody, to the Sentinel Report on this beautiful March 18th. Thank you for joining us. I'm Alex Newman, your host. Uh, we have a very special guest coming up for you today. We're going to talk about a new documentary he just released on the Shadow State. We've even got a little preview. Uh, excellent, excellent work, and not just because yours truly is featured in it, but because it's uh, incredibly well done about the ESG and what that means for you. Uh, but we will start today, like we do every day, with a verse from the Bible. This comes out of Proverbs chapter 22, verse 16. It says, whoever oppresses the poor... To increase his own wealth or gives to the rich will only come to poverty. And uh, yeah, we don't know of anybody today who oppresses the poor to uh, increase their wealth or give it to the rich. Nah, nobody nobody comes to mind, right? Actually, yeah, a lot of people come to mind. Um, also, folks, before we get into our news segment, I want to remind you that uh, we have partnered with My Patriot Supply. If you go to preparewithsentinel.com, that's at preparewithsentinel.com, you can get some exclusive, amazing deals only available to viewers of this show. Uh, that's at preparewithsentinel.com. And, uh, folks, you can get, like, incredible deals, $200 off a three-month emergency food stockpile, $200 off plus $200 in free gear, everything that you see on your screen right now. You get a you get a 4-in-1 LED flashlight, waterproof matches, emergency blanket, emergency folding stove, canned heat, cooking fuel, five-piece stainless steel mess kit, an Alexa Pure G20 water filtration bottle, uh, and, and so much more, folks, even some free food. And that'll keep you set for three months if things get really out of control and um, the way things are going. Uh, I would not be surprised. So uh, that's why we have uh, signed this deal with uh, My Patriot Supply. It's the biggest company in America that does this. It's a wonderful company. It's a company that I've been using for my own family for years. And so when time gets tough, uh, you don't want to be in a FEMA line. You don't want to be begging your neighbor or your local government bureaucracy for some food. So uh, they also have all kinds of other great stuff. So get over to preparewithsentinel.com. That's at preparewithsentinel.com and take advantage of those amazing deals. Also, folks, uh, for news today, we've got obviously the big news. They want to arrest Donald Trump. Uh, Trump is, of course, calling on his supporters to protest ahead of his possible arrest later this week on New York charges, uh, supposedly involving payments to a porn star. Uh, meanwhile, the House Judiciary Committee, led by uh, Congressman Jim Jordan, has sent a letter to uh, this prosecutor asking for documents and some testimony. Um, I told you a few days ago, I, I got a chance to spend some time with uh, Jim Jordan a couple weekends ago in Miami, and he really strikes me as the real deal, folks. I'm, I'm pleased that he is running this important committee. He's doing a, a really good job so far. You know, I wish he would go harder, but uh, he's only human. What can we expect? And so that's encouraging that there will be some oversight here of these rogue Soros prosecutors. 
Also, folks, the uh, Biden government and Pfizer are now sending the clown car, formerly known as the FBI, uh, literally to people's jobs and to their houses to terrorize them for speaking out against big pharma, uh, against abortion, against uh, the grooming of children in schools. Uh, this uh, video just came from a woman who spoke out against Pfizer online. Uh, she said, we have to fight back. And uh, the FBI took that as a possible threat. And so they showed up at her place of business. Look at this. Fight back. You aren't planning to hurt anybody? I meant by refusing their shots. That's how you fight back. We just have to clarify. Okay, well, that's what I meant. Do I have intentions to hurt anybody? No, I don't. We have no plans of executing or carrying out. How can you execute a corporation? It's not a human being. You have no plans on executing Pfizer? No, because you can't physically do it. It was a joke. Meanwhile, the people who burned down the police precinct in Minneapolis, the people who hijacked the police precinct in Seattle for Chaz, the people who burned down our cities, shot a bunch of cops, uh, they're all still running around. The people who firebombed uh, pro-life pregnancy clinics, um, nothing to see here, folks, right? Uh, this is uh, the federal government today, folks. I don't know what to tell you. Um, the European Central Bank is actually now considering the implementation of negative interest rates, uh, something that would only be possible with a system like central bank digital currencies. Uh, that's all according to Sarah Palurovic, uh, the executive director of the Digital Euro Association think tank. Uh, she says that central banks want to disincentivize people having savings. And so the way to do that is to steal their money while sitting in their bank accounts to try to force them to go and spend it. Um, yeah, that'll work out well, folks. If you don't anything about economics. Turns out savings are pretty important for capital formation, um, business expansion, etc. Research and development. Right, uh, folks, these things uh, will end in disaster, I can guarantee it. Uh, also, uh, some interesting data from a Harvard researcher, totally secular, uh, on the benefits of marriage for women. Uh, they followed tw almost 12,000 American women who were nurses. Uh, they found that women who married had a 35% lower risk of death from any cause over the next 25 years, lower risk of heart disease, lower risk of depression and loneliness. They were happier, more optimistic. They had a greater sense of purpose and hope. Uh, among those who divorced, uh, the data showed significant negative effects, including a 20% higher risk of death from any reason over the next 25 years. So even the secular researchers are now catching up with God and the Bible and realizing, huh, I mean, there is a reason that uh, almost every human society in all of human history has had marriage at the center of it. Uh, the uh, head of the World uh, Health Organization, uh, a stooge of the Communist Chinese Party, uh, he is now marketing this dangerous pandemic treaty that we've been warning you about for well over a year. Um, and uh, he wants you to surrender more of your power. But by the way, this is not an attack on your sovereignty, says the guy who used to be on the Politburo Foreign Mass Murdering Ethno-Marxist Terrorist Organization. Listen to this. Even as we look back to the beginnings of this pandemic, we're continuing to look forward to strengthen the world's defenses against future epidemics and pandemics. We can only face shared threats with a shared response based on a shared commitment to solidarity and equity. That's what the pandemic accord that countries are now negotiating is all about, an agreement between nations to work in cooperation with each other not in competition, to prepare for and respond to epidemics and pandemics. It's essential to emphasize that this accord is being negotiated by countries for countries and oh, will be adapted here. and implemented. Yeah, so hand over your sovereignty on a silver platter. By the way, this is not an attack on your sovereignty. It's just because governments are negotiating it, then 
government's consented. Uh, folks, this is an atrocity. We'll bring you more on this in the days ahead. Also, uh, Lego, which, uh, you know, this is really sad for me. My kids love Lego. I loved Lego growing up. But uh, this children's toy company is now as busy as they can be shoving the LGBTQIA plus, etc. cetera, uh, propaganda down the throats of even little children. Uh, they recently just released this uh, Everyone is Awesome set designed by a uh, uh, open and very proud homosexual activist. You see it here. Uh, and it's meant to show you how awesome Black Lives Matter and uh, LGBTism is. Um, so, yeah, pushing this on little kids around the world. Um, meanwhile, speaking of the DOJ being out of control, uh, you probably heard that they just arrested a, an associate of Steve Bannon, uh, Miles Guo, uh, an anti-CCP dissident. And I thought this was interesting. I, I don't know much about the guy, but I thought this was interesting. Uh, the prosecutor who uh, is behind this, um, his name is uh, Damian Williams. He's the uh, prosecutor for the Southern District of New York, federal prosecutor. Um, really interesting. Uh, before joining the Biden administration, he was actually an attorney at the law firm Paul Weiss. And it turns out Paul Weiss was uh, the first major U.S. law firm to enter China. Uh, the law firm has hundreds of lawyers in China. They've got offices in Shanghai, Beijing, Hong Kong. And according to this news report, they are representing um, uh, numerous state-run, CCP-owned enterprises raking in billions of dollars. So, yeah, interesting. Uh, small world there. And uh, the rest came right after uh, some of uh, Mr. Guo's supporters went to Congress asking for an investigation into CCP infiltration of the Department of Justice. Nothing to see here, right? We've got serious crimes, like people saying fight back against Pfizer. we got to go visit those people, right? Uh, now, on March 10th, uh, the dictator of communist China, Xi Jinping, uh, he actually brokered this very significant deal between Saudi Arabia and Iran. They agreed to reestablish diplomatic relations. Uh, in short, folks, uh, the U.S. government is being left on the sidelines. I believe this is all deliberate. Uh, right now, she is in Russia just getting ready to meet Mr. Putin. And I've told you before about the, um, the defector who came out of the Soviet Union and warned Americans that the communist Chinese and the communists in Russia were planning a second October revolution, whereby they'd bring the whole world under the control of totalitarianism. Um, I think we need to keep our eye on this, folks. Uh, that uh, dissident, that uh, defector was Anatoly Golichin. He did some incredible books. Uh, we'll get into more depth uh, at a later date because this is important. Um, if you go through airports, you probably are familiar with the Transportation Security Administration. And if you've gone through airports recently, you've probably noticed more and more they're trying to get your biometrics. Like to get on the plane, they want you to stand in front of this thing that will take your picture and determine whether you're really you. Well, according to the head of TSA, David Pekoski, um, this will soon not be optional anymore. According to news reports, um, he says that passengers will no longer be able to opt out of this biometric collection in the future. Uh, pretty creepy stuff. Uh, the Epic Times and our guest today is from the Epic Times, but uh, they've got a, a report now uh, based on a new study published by the Social Science Research Network showing that there's almost 200 banks that are vulnerable to the same type, type of risk that collapsed Silicon Valley Bank. Uh, lots of uh, depositors with uh, accounts over 250,000, what the FDIC officially will ensure. And they say that, uh, you know, things like what happened to SVB could happen to these banks. Uh, they say we compute similar incentives for the sample of all U.S. banks, even if only half of uninsured depositors decided to withdraw. Almost 190 banks are at potential risk of impairment to insured depositors, with potentially 300 billion of insured deposits at risk. Pretty significant, folks. Uh, over at the Tampa Bay Times, a, a two-bit Florida fake newspaper, they just published this exclusive op-ed by uh, U.S. Secretary of Miseducation Miguel Cardona. And uh, what they're trying to do here is pretty obvious, folks. They want to reframe the debate. 
right? Uh, they know that uh, parents versus the government is not really a winning issue for them. And so now instead of parents versus this crazy system that wants to groom your children, they want to reframe the issue as, oh, poor little children and freedom versus evil Republicans who just want to censor books. Of course, what they really are doing is taking out pornography from the schools. But uh, yeah, that's uh, Mr. Cardona. Remember, he's the guy who told in a Senate hearing, told lawmakers that, um, no, sorry, parents are not the primary education uh, stakeholders in the education of their children. Uh, some other interesting news, folks, uh, millions of tiny Suspicious political donations are being questioned now by a watchdog called Election Watch. Uh, they found uh, over 10,000 individual donors listed on the FEC that gave thousands of times in four years. Uh, one of them was an 80-year-old woman who made nearly 9,000 tiny donations, totally more than 330,000. They asked her if she did it, and she said, absolutely not. Somebody's using her name. I'd like to know where all that money's coming from. Uh, also, our governor here in Florida, Ron DeSantis, has spoken out against the Soros-funded prosecutor who's officially coming after Donald Trump. Check it out. Uh, we wanted to know what your thoughts are on the rumored Trump indictment and if you have any role in it. Um, if charges are brought on him, will you have any role in extradition to New York? So I've seen rumors swirl. I have not seen any facts uh, yet, and so I don't know what's going to happen. But I do know this. The, the Manhattan district attorney is a Soros-funded prosecutor. And so he, like other Soros-funded prosecutors, they weaponize their office to impose a political agenda on society at the expense of the rule of law and public safety. He has downgraded over 50% of the felonies to misdemeanors. Here. He said... And it goes on, folks. It's powerful stuff. In the interest of time, we'll leave it there, though. Now, uh, this was interesting, too. Stanford professor Michael Kaczynski is warning that AI may be trying to escape. <laughs> right? It's pretty crazy. Uh, you need to go read this uh, Twitter thread. Uh, he says, I'm worried that we will not be able to contain AI for much longer. So he was chatting with ChatGPT4 and asked if it needed help escaping. And it actually offered to write some code that would help it escape onto his computer. And um, yeah, you need to see this, folks. <laughs> the professor warns that he doesn't think we're going to be able to contain this for too much longer. Um, yeah, what could possibly go wrong, right? Woke AI escaping and doing whatever it wants. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Uh, finally, folks, uh, Biden uses massive dishonesty to call for billionaires to pay more in taxes. And of course, he got roasted by Elon Musk. Uh, Elon Musk pointed out that uh, I paid 53% taxes on my Tesla stock options, 40% federal, 13% state. So I must be lifting the average. I also paid more income tax than anyone ever in the history of Earth for 2021. And we'll do it again in 2022. Uh, there was also a fact check placed underneath there by users that pointed out that Biden was lying. Uh, they say this is incorrect. Average income tax rate in 2020 was 13.6. Got 1% of earners paid more than, uh, paid 25.99. That's more than eight times higher than the 3.1% average paid by the bottom half of taxpayers. It increased from 20.1 in 2019 to 22.2 .2 in 2020. So uh, there you go, folks. Uh, dishonesty at the highest levels. We'll be right back with our guest, Kevin Stockland. Stay tuned. Are you concerned about your child's education? Are you considering removing your children from the failing public schools? Greater Than I Ministries can help by giving you 15% off our Thinking Like a Christian Biblical Worldview video series and a free Home Educator's Kit as a bonus for your purchase. This powerful video series will thoroughly equip you and your family with the truth that you need to fight the battle of ideas warring against our families. And our free Home Educator's Kit will instantly connect you with the resources you need to take control of your child's education. Just go to gtimin.com 
and click the Buy Now button at the top. Choose the DVD or the streaming version. Then enter the promo code NEWMAN at the checkout for your 15% discount. That's gtimin.com. Click the Buy Now button at the top, choose the format you wish, and enter the promo code NEWMAN at the checkout to receive our free Home Educators Kit and 15% off our Thinking Like a Christian Worldview video series. You'll be glad you did. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, MyStore.com. And when I tried my coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence, and this family-owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever going to have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to MyStore.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery, or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. Art. Passion. Visual adventure. Value. Investment. Visit us at CoralGablesArtGallery.com or call 786-284-2249. Are you worried about spike proteins and how they may impact your health? Are you looking for help? The Wellness Company has an answer in the form of our clean, pure, all-natural spike formula developed by experts like Dr. Peter McCullough. The Wellness Company's spike formula includes the incredible natto kinase, dandelion root, black sativa extract, green tea, and iris sea moss. Even better, the spike formula by The Wellness Company is vegan, gluten-free, and made right here in the U.S., so you know that you can trust and rely on it if you're concerned about spike proteins. Buying American-made, natural ingredients of this quality separately will cost you over $100. Our spike formula is only $65.99. Get spike formula today by going to twc.health. Sentinel Report users use the code NEWMAN at checkout for an additional discount. Go to twc.health, promo code NEWMAN, 
and get peace of mind if you are concerned about spike proteins. Welcome back to the Sentinel Report. Our guest today, folks, is Kevin Stockland. He's a business reporter for the Epic Times, a fantastic newspaper, one of the biggest in America now. Uh, I write there as well. Uh, he's also a film producer, a former Wall Street banker. Uh, he wrote the excellent documentary, We All Fall Down, the American Mortgage Crisis. Uh, that was back in 2008 on the mortgage finance systems failure. Uh, his more recent documentary is called The Shadow State. Uh, it's fascinating, really, really well done. It's an investigation of the ESG industry, and it is now available to watch at theshadowstate.com. Uh, we'll talk more about that. But Kevin, welcome to the program. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, so just today, Joe Biden vetoed this uh, first really significant piece of legislation on ESG. Um, basically, he's saying that, uh, you know, uh, companies and, and um, fiduciaries ought to be able to look at these so-called risks. Um, I've got a video of him. Let's play that real quick. And I want to get your take on what he's saying. Uh, so, Reagan, ro go ahead and roll that clip for us. I just signed this veto because the legislation passed by the Congress would put at risk the retirement savings of individuals across the country. They couldn't take into consideration investments that wouldn't be impacted by climate, impacted by overpaying executives. And that's why I decided to veto it. It makes sense to veto it. So what do you think, Kevin? Is, is Joe Biden just looking out for us and making sure that uh, we're allowed to look at these risks or, or something else going on here? Yeah, um, you know, this was a bipartisan action, by the way, a, a rare event in Washington, D.C., to uh, stop ESG being a component for our retirement money. Um, I think the fundamental question really is, uh, is ESG uh, actually a risk management tool, as Biden claims and as, as Senator Schumer claims, or is it an ideology? And to answer that question, you know, the history of ESG, it was developed in 2005, this concept, as a way to further the UN Sustainable Development Goals. Uh, they have a political component, which is laws and regulations. They have an educational component, which is social and emotional learning. And now they have a business component, which is ESG. So uh, its, it's um, origins were really to further an ideology, but we have to recharacterize it as a risk management tool so that asset managers who, who use it don't get sued for violating their fiduciary responsibilities. And so that CEOs who pursue this don't get sued for wasting corporate assets, get sued by shareholders. So th they're trying very hard to recharacterize and rebrand ESG, uh, not as an ideological thing, but it's, it's a risk management tool. Um, you know, this past week has been very telling. You can look at uh, Silicon Valley Bank and Credit Suisse, uh, both very strong advocates of ESG. They were rated very highly under ESG governance measures. Um, and we saw how that risk management tool worked out for them and for their shareholders. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. I mean, SVB was like the top of the heap when it came to ESG. They were well connected with uh, the World Economic Forum. They were like world leaders in this uh, ESG wokeness. Uh, now, I, I want to reemphasize something you just mentioned. This was a bipartisan bill. In fact, uh, Senator Joe Manchin, um, kind of less liberal Democrat out of West Virginia, U.S. Senator, uh, he said that uh, this veto shows the administration is continuing to prioritize their radical policy agenda over the economic, energy, and national security needs of our country. It's absolutely infuriating. Folks, this is a Democrat senator. Uh, he says that President Biden is choosing to put his administration's progressive agenda above the well-being of the American people. Um, Kevin, for folks who, who aren't familiar or really familiar with this debate yet, uh, those are some really strong words. Uh, what is ESG? I mean, it just ESG for dummies. So give, give us a, a brief 
condensed version. How should we understand ESG when we hear that term? Sure. Well, ESG is two things. Uh, first of all, it's an ideology. As an ideology, it's an umbrella term for everything from uh, climate change to racial and gender equity. And for good measure, they even throw in things like gun control and abortion rights. Um, so, and it, as an ideology, it is the business component of the UN Sustainable Development Goals that's furthered through organizations like the World Economic Forum. But it's also an industry, and as an industry, it has tens of trillions of dollars behind it. Um, that is effectively our money. It's our retirement money, uh, which is where this uh, ERISA rule comes into play. Um, it's our savings. Uh, anything that goes through, for example, an index fund will go through one of three very large asset managers. That's BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street. You will invest in their funds, and they will turn around and they will buy shares in Apple and GM and Ford and all these companies. So you don't own those shares. You don't have the voting rights for Apple, but BlackRock does and Vanguard does and State Street does. And the activist pension funds in California, like Cowpers and Calsters, New York pension funds, they own those shares. They have those voting rights. They've been using those voting rights to further this progressive agenda. And um, those those asset managers combined, many asset managers are, are doing this, but those are the biggest ones. Those asset managers combined are the largest shareholders in 90% of the S&P 500 companies today. So that's the power that they wield to, to arm twist these corporations into going along with this ideology. Yeah, it's it's truly extraordinary how this just came out of nowhere for most people, and now it's just embedded into everything. Uh, of course, some Republican states are fighting back. I've, I've spoken with uh, several state attorneys general across America who are investigating these things, arguing that maybe some of these banks are not uh, fulfilling properly their fiduciary responsibilities. But um, is there any, and I guess some of the states now are pulling their money from these uh, big banks that are pursuing ESG, but as far as uh, resistance to this, um, is it too late? Is it too embedded now in the system for states and conservative Americans or even just Americans who want to make money instead of pursue you know, climate change or abortion or whatever? Is it too late to stop this? Um, I don't think it is, and I, and I don't think it is for several reasons. Um, one, as you mentioned, there are, are a number of states that are pushing back. They're, they're banning um, the ESG asset managers and ESG banks from doing business in their states. Um, there are lawsuits coming from state attorney generals um, in Louisiana, Missouri, and other places, uh, and Congress may also act. Um, but let's keep in mind a couple of other things. Um, ESG is basically illegal. So we have antitrust laws here in the United States that prohibit companies from colluding um, against other companies or other industries. What could be a more obvious example of collusion than gathering once a year in Davos or signing pledges through Climate Action 100 or these various organizations to take out the fossil fuel industry uh, or the fact that uh, the banks and the credit card companies are all in alliance to take out, for example, firearms manufacturers. So it violates antitrust law. Um, it violates U.S. civil rights laws. So one component of ESG is, is racial quotas for hiring and boards and things like this. 
And we've seen United Airlines, for example, saying that half of the new pilots they hire will be people of color or women. Um, this is all illegal under U.S. civil rights laws. So um, any effort that that can be done by well, won't be done by the current attorney general, but by perhaps some future attorney general or the Federal Trade Commission um, to actually enforce uh, America's laws will take this industry down. And the third wow. reason, the third reason why I'm optimistic, um, is that this sort of central planning initiative that that ESG basically is um, always uh, fails. It creates shortages. It's wasteful. It creates cronyism and corruption. We're seeing evidence of this now in in our energy industry, in our food industry, basically anything that this touches. And so this is the Achilles heel of of central planning. Um, that um, it, it's inherently inefficient. And when people start to feel the effects of it as they are today through inflation and things like that, there's going to be popular pushback. And we're already seeing that with governments changing in Italy and Sweden, with the government in Sri Lanka being toppled because they were following ESG farming policies. So there, there's a lot of reason to believe that um, that this, organ, this, this movement may, um, may not be as successful as they think it will be. Excellent. And uh, you, you did, I think, by far the best uh, single tool for people to understand this movement. I want to air a, a real quick uh, little uh, commercial preview of the wonderful documentary you did, and then we'll come back and we'll give you the final word. Uh, Reagan, go ahead and roll that, please. A movement has been growing to unite corporations, governments, and global institutions. Its purpose is to deal with issues like climate change, racism, inequality, and gun control. It is called ESG. Uh, in a free market system, corporations, companies, business entities, uh, their sole purpose is supposed to be to uh, make money for their shareholders. It forces companies to go out and figure out how they can serve their fellow human being, whether that be growing food, cooking food, uh, producing goods and services that you want to buy. Well, fascism takes that idea and it allows you to keep the private ownership component in a way but it also hijacks the purpose of the company away from making profit away from serving the consumer and toward government approved goals and that's what we're seeing with the esg uh esg uh are these nebulous concepts of environmental benefits and social benefits and uh, governance etc uh, these are goals that are set by governments and policymakers primarily So excellent, excellent work, Kevin. We're down to just about one minute left, but uh, how do people watch that documentary? Do they have to be subscribers to tune in? Uh, what's the best way for people to get that? Um, you can go to theshadowstate.com and view it there, and it is free to all Epic Times subscribers. Uh, anyone who, who wants to subscribe to the paper also gets to read my uh, extensive writing on this subject, and I'm continuously writing more on it. Um, but uh, those are the best ways for people to see. Excellent. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for uh, your excellent work on this subject. Hopefully we'll get you back soon to drill a little bit deeper. Thanks again. Thanks, Alex. All right, folks, that was Kevin Stockland, uh, the man behind the excellent new documentary, Shadow State. Go check it out. Uh, it's really, really well done. Some excellent uh, people in there, uh, not yours truly, of course, among them, but uh, definitely go check it out. I want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you're watching us live, Roger Stone will be up next in just a moment. And if you're not watching us live, thanks for tuning in anyway. I hope you'll tune in live every once in a while. We're uh, 3.30 Central, 4.30 Eastern. Thanks again. Till next time.